This is a, a neurological hologram. It's an image that only you can see and hear. Created by a subatomic agitation of carbon quarks tuned to the mesons of my optic and otic neurons? You got it. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Great. How you doing? So far, so good. All right. All right, so yeah, uh, let's get down to it. So uh, we got a new episode today, uh, but there's a few things probably we should mention first. One of the big TV news of the day, I don't know, Mike, if you saw this or not, but uh, the great Alex Trebek passed away today. Yes, yes, I did see that. My kids were also in shock. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Sure they know who he, they were. He was. Uh, he, yeah, I guess the younger generation is... Uh, Pretty pretty up on who Alex Trebek is. So well, he kind of transcended generations. I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. So, um, yeah. so uh, R.I.P. Alex Trebek. We'll miss you. Yes. You were uh, awesome. Sad to hear the news. I mean, he I remember fight. in college we would <laughs> on Fridays. I think it was me and my roommates. We were we had we were done with classes at like two o'clock. And we would go right to uh, the bar down the street, and we'd—they'd have uh, Jeopardy on, and we'd sit there and drink beer and watch Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, I just remember like I would be if I watched an episode and I could answer one question, I felt like it was a success. So that's yeah, great. yeah, it's kind of like uh, George Costanza when he did when he went without sex for a while. You can answer all the questions, but. Yeah, no, uh, so yeah, that's uh, sad, but, you know, he had been sick for a little while, and um, yeah, we'll miss him, and uh, we could say it on the, since we can swear, fuck cancer, because uh, that was what right. took him, so. Um, what was, uh, there, I thought there was some other pop culture thing I wanted, or something recent I want to talk about, but I can't remember now, so I'm sorry. Uh, any TV shows you're watching, Mike? Uh, I can't remember, I think I mentioned this before, Kingdom. The MMA thing, one of the Jonas Brothers is in it. Did I, I mention that before? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, so it's like... Someone I, who's like, listening right now that paid closer attention to the last... <laughs> of, no. <laughs> than either of us, yeah. So, it's a, it's it. I like it. It's a good show. It's uh-huh. um, originally like an AT&T original or something for like one of the... Was Dish Network or one of those yeah. satellite things. Yeah. And... Um, that you know, Netflix picked it up. It's uh, it's only three seasons, but like season two, I think there were like twenty five episodes or something like that, like more than I'm used to for Netflix, you know. Right. Um, but it's a you know, it's a real good you know it's like an insider MMA like you know the guy owns the gym training at the gym what their lives are like everyone's pretty messed up but. You know they're human, and you really feel for all these guys. <laughs> they're so not it's, robots. It's, cool. I, it's really cool. So <laughs> I think you know, now. Now you say all that. Yes, I do remember you talking about it. So yeah, yeah. So I, how, I recommend. Are it. you done with it, or are you still just more started it? season three today? Okay. So like episode one. Okay. And uh, I'll say just so if anyone who does watch it, and you go from season one to season two, and you feel like, oh my gosh, I must have missed like five episodes. No, they do these like huge jumps between seasons where a lot has changed since the end of the last season and the beginning of the new season. Okay. So it's, that, you know, time passes and, and they pick up. So it's kind of cool. Once, you know, once I figured out I didn't miss some episodes, <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it. I gotcha. Okay. Um, cool. I, uh, I see, what am I, I'm watching a few different things. So The Mandalorian started again. So I've been watching season two of that. But, uh, you know, they're only releasing an episode at a time, so I'm only on season two. But so far, ah, so good. Okay. Did, did I forgot. Did you watch that at all or no? I didn't. No. Didn't no. Have. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Thanks. But, I feel, uh, I feel like I've been given forgiveness. My little baby. Can, can you see him? My little baby. Yoda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, anyway, uh, so watching that. Also, um, I decided to watch, because I remember reading about it when it was on, but it's on Netflix now, Halt and Catch Fire. Did you watch that at all when it was on? No. Have you heard of it? 
I have not. Okay. So I remember I remember when it was coming out, and I was going to watch it, and I didn't. But then uh, now it's like you know over, and it was four seasons or whatever. And I do remember reading that seasons two and on were better than this first season. But anyway, it's basically like set in the early '80s, and it's like a fledgling like computer companies type stuff. So it's like all the stuff that happened in the '80s, kind of. Oh, cool. Um, but fictionalized, and so it's it's pretty interesting. Um, I'm enjoying it. The first season was. What the, the, people complain? I guess that it was too much like Mad Men almost in a way, but um, obviously a different setup. But I can see that I think. Um, but it was still interesting. And uh, but yeah, I'm on season three now. So Halt and Catch Fire, check yeah. it out if you're a child of the '80s like we are. So it's a it's a recommendation. Yeah, because I remember there's like one, like one of the episodes they go to Comdex, you know, um, back. Because I think that's what was in the the one guy. He goes in like some hotel room where all the computer guys are, and they're like, "Oh, look at this!" And it's like a, the first generation Mac <laughs> that came out. Oh, yeah, and like they were, you know, the guy was talking about that commercial that they put out during the Super Bowl. You know, the the famous oh, the 1984. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. cool. So he's that's like, "This fun. is what we should be doing." <laughs> anyway, it's it's pretty good yeah. though. Um, I feel like there was something else I was watching, but I don't remember now. But uh, that's enough. Good. So if anyone has any recommendations of shows to watch, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. I would say, yeah, definitely. You know, always looking for recommendations. The thing that's going to happen, though, all the new seasons are going to start, and I'm going to get bombarded with stuff i got to watch. Well, yeah, but I think a lot of things already did start, because it's November, right? It doesn't even seem like it, like TV shows should be on. True. True, true. Everything should be started. So like Cobra already. Kai, I'm waiting for that. That's well, yeah, but one. some of those shows, like the online shows, they come out whenever they want. They don't really come out like during fall season, yeah, you right, know. Right. Some yeah. do, but. Um, but anyway, uh, all right. So uh, we, that's, we should probably take a take a leap forward into a little, what today's show is. Nice. See what I did there. Nice segue, Mike. You should be in radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So having said that, what did we watch, Mike? Quantum Leap, of course. And I want to say that was 1989? Yes. First season? Okay. So kind of on the edge of our timeline here that we set for the show. but Had to do it. It still counts. uh, It does. I think it meets all criteria here because, Mike, you're the the sci-fi guy. (laughs) Um, So it's got that built in. And I'm just a chump for any kind of time travel movie. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, and I, it's yeah, a I think it, it's a show from Donald P. Belisario, you know. So, he did all those famous shows back in the day. So yeah, and I did notice uh, was it Mike Post did the music? Yes. Right? So, um, yes. He yeah wow did a lot, um, but I think that you know Quantum Leap has something for everyone. It's uh, and it, yeah, especially if you if you look at it in big picture. Like the story technically changes from episode to episode. Um, it's just like a brand, you know, brand new story, inserting a couple of characters, you know. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I, so I was I was pretty excited to watch this. Um, I'll say we've done a few pilots recently. The hour and a half experience uh, for some of these TV movie uh, pilots has been a little rough. Mind this you, this would have been two hours on TV though. Yeah, that's true. This one was not too bad. Actually, not bad at all. I enjoyed it, so um, I, I don't complain about the the hour and a half I spent watching it. But um, yeah, should we just jump in? Do you have any additional points you want to get out there? No, we'll jump in, and then any other points we'll bring up. All right. So let's just start out. I'm going to say it did start out pretty '80s cheesy ish. It was with the um, so that we see this dude driving in some futuristic car. That sounds uh, like Kit driving, mind you. Sounds like Kit and to- looks totally 80s. Like, yeah. If you're like, design totally 80s car, futuristic. 80s. Like, yeah, what? Exactly. Like, <laughs> this is what's going to be, you know, and they don't ever say what year it is in no, any part right, of it. They don't. I, and so they never do in this whole show. If anyone remembers off the top of their head, oh, I think, and I think. Chris from Twitter, he's said he's watching it with his son right now, like on NBC. Um, if you know, if they do mention what year it started, 
let us know because I'm kind of curious about that. I could that probably look it up, yeah. but I didn't see anything in my initial stuff. So anyway, no, go ahead. I, I, I didn't either. Yeah. So anyway, he's cruising along in this cool ride listening to some jazz or something. <laughs> and um, then you see this like this woman standing on the side of the road with a flat tire. But she's got like, again, like the 80s futuristic look. She's got like like lights in the heels of her shoes and her earrings are like flashing. Um, and so he pulls over. And, and they, I thought he, because of that, I thought she was a robot at first. Did you really? <laughs> I'm like, is she like an android or something? <laughs> it could, it could, yeah, it could have gone that way. But they banter a little bit, right? And he, and he picks her up. And because he he's in a tux, so he does, and he's like, I, I change a tire, but you know I'm in this tux. So they're cruising along, and they see like some lights in the sky. And you know, Mike, you have a kind of a weather background. He, he tries to explain <laughs> it as sheet, sheet lightning. lightning. Yeah, I don't even know if that's a thing. I, uh, I've heard the term, but I, I don't think it's a, like a real thing. I think it's something that people. Um, it's like Corinthian it's, leather. Oh, it's, it's okay. It's just that's just uh, intra cloud lightning. So basically, it lights up the whole cloud. So oh, okay. it looks like so a sheet of light effect. because it's just yeah. the cloud lighting up. So okay. Anyway, so she doesn't she doesn't buy that, but she's like, you know, word on the street is that there's some top secret, uh, I don't know, lab or something there, and that's where the first atomic bomb went off. Um, and he's like, oh, you know, it's tries to shrug it off. Um, and then he starts talking to some guy on the radio and they're talking about leaping. And then, you know, so then you start getting excited. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's already happening. And, right. Um, and so it, and that's, that's the first point I want to make. I actually went back today just to make sure I'm like, did I start this at the beginning? Cause I felt like we were dropped in like six minutes or so into the episode. Like, like we missed the whole part. Where Sam, because basically the whole point is Sam is jumping in this because they want to shut him down. We never learned that in this episode. We guess we probably learn it later on as the series goes on. But, but we do learn that he's jumping the gun because because uh, well yeah because the other guy yeah What's which the they guy? don't even say his name. His name is Al or wait yeah, which Al. one Al or the yeah, guy that's yeah, in Al. the thing with him yeah Al. So Al's like hey it's not ready yet so right you know you know something's gonna go yeah but I, but i feel like we missed like the first 10 minutes where sam is arguing with whomever is funding the project They're like we're gonna yeah. shut you down no it's gonna work i'll show you you know and then he jumps in or something you know i feel like there could have truly there could have been a full hour just kind of setting that up you know what i mean like this is what they're doing. This is what the project is. Yeah. This is the lab. Well, and, this is how, you know what I mean? But I do understand why they didn't tell us because that's, you know, we're going to live it through him now, slowly piecing it together, which is fine. Right. Right. Uh, but I still think they could have just showed the part where he's like, you know, he doesn't explain everything, but just like, no, I got to go now. Okay. Well, I got to jump yeah. in, you know, or something, you know. Um, yeah. Not that it totally ruined it. I just, it just felt like it, you know, <laughs> I missed something. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay. I agree. It felt like just like something might have been missing, but yeah, yeah. Which was by someone. Design. Someone lost yeah. the first three pages of the script on the way to the set. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, no, like, this uh, is where it starts. Yeah, no. Look, I swear to God, this is what it was like. <laughs> oh, yeah. and at first, actually, I wrote down too when he picks up the woman because just this seems so weird. Like everything just seemed weird. I'm like, is he dreaming? Like, is this a dream I'm seeing at first? Yeah, right. Because her, her like earrings light up and stuff too. That's why I thought she was an android too. Because I thought those were yeah. like plugs or something at her side of her head. <laughs> yeah, I can see it like a total recall type thing where they yeah. like plug him into something and he's like dreaming this up. Yeah. Um. But so anyway, he's like, you know, wait, I'll be there in two minutes, and then he floors it, and they do like Mach two and turbo boost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. You know, flies. Um, and then we get the opening credits, and we're just kind of like. Flying through the clouds. Yeah. With, uh, so, and before that, like, you know, when you said, like, so you got Gushy, which we don't really find out his name later, but he's the one talking to Al in the car. And he's like, you know, he's going, he's going, he's going. And, like, this wind is coming at him. And I put, put it down here and I did post a little video. 
uh, of it. I'm like, it reminded me of the those OMXL tape commercials where like the guy's getting blown back. Oh yeah, in the chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they when they um, yeah. Well, okay, yeah, that's right. They do the cloud thing, which does fit in with this episode, which I thought it was, and I think they used it forever, but it kind of worked with this pilot. Yeah. Um, but was it right here too? Like when, when he was doing this or before, right before the clouds, there was like music. It was like guitar playing. It, it reminded me of like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure kind of, because there was some electric guitar <laughs> and like. I don't remember that. And like, I don't know. It just reminded me of Bill and Ted a little bit. Anyway. So yeah. So now right. what? Sam wakes up in bed, right? Right, right. And we hear this internal monologue and he's like, we did it. He's like, wait, did what? Like, right. he has no idea. He just knows that they did something, but he doesn't know what it is. And we get the famous, as he, like, gets, like, his, what his wife says something to him. He's like, oh, boy. Because that was yeah. the thing, remember, in every episode, like, when he looks in the mirror, he's like, oh, boy. Because there's always something weird. He's pregnant right. one. He's a woman. Whatever. Um, But did you notice the uh, daughter, the wife, who she was? Did she look familiar at all? She looked familiar. So let, let me tell you. So I thought at first, I'm like, is that, what's her name from Back to the Future? Leah Thompson. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> no. I'm like that totally looks like her. Um, but it wasn't. But I, so I, I looked up the actress. I forgot already oh, okay. what her name was. So I'll let you take it. <laughs> oh, uh, Jennifer uh, Runyon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Born in Chicago. And I saw that she was from Chicago. Yeah. but But I don't. I don't know what she was in. I mean, I don't well, know. one was Charles in Charge. And what 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 was she? Gwendolyn. She was, I think, the girl, the one that was dating. What's his name? Chachi. She was the blonde, really? not dating, but yeah, she was the blonde in it. The one that he was like babysitting. I think or something, right? Was that was she? Ba- was he babysitting know. her or dating her? I don't remember remember that show oh, that I much. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, no, she was she was in that, and then, um, but we might remember her from too is uh, the Brady Bunch movie. Uh, I'm not the Brady Bunch movie. I'm sorry, a very Brady Christmas. She replaced Cindy Brady in one of those, like when they brought it back. Okay. So that's probably what you remember. You might remember her from, but you can't like place it because. Who really remembers a very pretty, pretty, pretty Christmas yeah, pretty well? I, I I know I watched it. I'll tell you that. Yeah, much. but um, yeah. So she was in a very Brady Christmas right before this. Okay. So and then right. she disappeared for a little while, probably because you know kids' age. She probably had ch- children, and but now she's doing stuff again. Good to see. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so he wakes up. She's pregnant. And he's like, uh oh. <laughs> And then uh, it's a surprise to wake up to, right? And I don't know. We find out that he, she bought shaving cream for him from Burma Shave. We're just—they're basically just trying to set it up that they're in the fifties at this point. You know, he's right, right. slowly figuring it out, even though he doesn't remember anything. He knows he shouldn't be here. Right. Um, you know, he thinks it's a dream. He sees himself in the mirror, and it's not him. Right. But he doesn't know who he is. <laughs> but my question was because he goes in the shower, he's going to shave and do all this kind of stuff. I'm like. Wait, there's a mirror in the shower? Who has <laughs> a mirror in the shower? Yeah. I never I don't know. Was that a thing back then maybe for shaving I, I, and stuff? I, I don't know. Like I've heard of shaving mirrors in the shower, but yeah. um never had one myself. No, I don't want to look at myself in the shower. No. Um anyway, so then he gets a phone call and you know, it's someone they're like you know, his wife's like cuz he's kind of freaking out. He's like, "It's not me. I'm not I don't know who I, you know, he's basically like and she's like, "Are you sick or something? Are you gonna fly tomorrow today? Are you gonna fly?" And then someone calls, and you know, uh, the little boy Mikey uh, comes and tells him, and she's like, "Just get the phone number." He's like, "Phone number is like five five five. And he's like, "She's like, what are you doing?" He like runs out of the shower, and the kid's like trying to get the phone number, and he just hangs up on it. <laughs> <laughs> and he tries dialing the number, and she's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm." He's like, "I gotta call." He's, she's like, "That's too many numbers." Because this is in the fifties when everyone had like four digit phone numbers or whatever. Right. And she's like, he's like, oh, what's the area code? And she's like, what are you talking about, nutcase? Yeah. It's amazing how yeah. many phone numbers there are now, guys. 
By the way, I remember looking at old newspapers from the town. <laughs> this is a dumb story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. But when uh, we moved here, I was like, you can find all the old newspapers online. There were like newspapers from like 1890 and like 1900 or, you know, some of the first phones and stuff like that. It's like, you know, the supermarket down the street is like, dial eight. <laughs> That's all you have to find. <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> Pick up the phone and ask Peggy to connect you. Well, that was the funny thing is there were like actually ads in there telling you how to use the phone because it was new. Make yeah. sure when you pick up the phone, you say hello so people know you're there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like the whole internet, right? Where we, people used to be like, go to our website at HTTP oh, God. I used slash, to... <laughs> you know, colon yeah, remember, slash remember slash. you had to type all that stuff in? Ah, oh, the old days. Yeah. And then you still get people right. that still want to type it all in now. I'm like, no, you don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, we're getting um, off track here. Yeah. How do you do these on track. TV? Anyway. Yeah. So that's that's kind of a that's where it hits him. He's like, I'm in. It's the fifties. Yeah. And then he walks outside and sees all the old cars and an old plane flies by. And right now no. I'm like, this is like an episode of the Twilight Zone. Like, yeah. No. Exactly. You know. And. Um, so I think here he says it's somehow he says it's 1956, and he's an airport Air Force pilot, and his buddy, his best friend Bird Dog, is is coming to pick him up to go to work, and um, so that's what happens. Bird Dog picks him up, and um, he Bird Dog gets his name because he, I guess, seeks out women, <laughs> and so he just spots some lady, and he like pulls over and like, you know. Yeah, she's right, like the, just like getting out of a car in a parking lot. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he just swings in. He's like, hey, you hey, know? baby, I'll come back to pick you up later. Um, yeah, yeah. Basically, he's like, hey, you going to the dance tonight? I guess the only dance in town. Yeah. He's like, I'll be there. I'm gonna be whatever doing. See my jacket. I'll be there to dance with you know, sweep you off your feet. Oh yeah, he's like, when you hear the sonic boom, he's like, it's dedicated to you. <laughs> nice, nice yeah. touch. Yeah. He's like the, right. or, or wait, I was going to say the early Maverick, but this actually came out after Top Gun, didn't it? Yeah, but in the timeline. In the timeline, before. right, exactly. So but so they get to work and they're debriefing with the other pilots. And oh, wait, I, before that, though, I'm sorry. Before, yeah. So when they're driving, right, remember? Because he says, hey, I woke up this morning and I don't know how to fly. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Bird Dog's like, oh, that's a good one. He's like, hey, we should... Tell doctor or doctor, not doctor weird. What do they call him? Uh, weird Ernie. Weird right? Ernie. Yeah. Is that what yeah. his name was? Yep. Yeah. We tell. Or, yeah, we're gonna go tell Weird Ernie we can't remember anything now after flying. And I actually have a clip of it when they go. So it's basically like a doctor. Um, they're med- you know they're, um, you know because they're they're yeah, like, like lead medical guy pilots. right. It's like, yeah yeah. So this is like all, this all looks like experimental piloting stuff. Yeah. So here. Um, yeah, I think this is the clip I want here. Weird, Ernie? Yeah, we'll tell him that flying faster than Mach 2 is affecting our minds. Affecting your minds how? Well, Doc, seems the faster I fly, the less I remember about it. Hey, I've experienced that. And I'm starting to forget things like my wife's birthday. I never forgot Lucy's birthday until I flew at Mach 2-5. Yeah, last time I busted Mach 2, I forgot where I parked my car. That's fascinating. Dr. Berger, could you design a test to quantify these apparent memory losses? I should be able to come up with something. Good. Funny joke. Yeah. So I guess they're supposed to be jokesters. Uh, by the way, uh, <laughs> Weird Ernie, played by Bruce McGill. Um, I'm trying to think of what he's. I mean, he's just been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff, and I can't think of a single thing. But I mean, I didn't even realize one of those guys. I watched like Rizzoli and Isles, but he was on 105 episodes <laughs> if you were watching. Oh, wow. But yeah, he is just in everything. Um, but I mean, I, I can't even think of like a specific thing go, yes, this is the thing that I know him from. Because right. I look at all but these you things, know, like, you, like, oh, yeah, he, oh, yeah. He's the type oh, of guy yeah. you'd spot, and you'd be like, I know that guy. You know? Yeah, no, exactly. Oh, and the doctor, uh, the, the doctor, the other doctor, I guess they're both doctors, that he talks to um, is W.K. Stratton, right? Is that the right one? Cool name. Yeah. But he is. does. he's in a few of these episodes, by the way. Interesting. Um, but he was also in, uh, he was, if you recall, in Magnum P.I., 
and Don't Eat the Yellow Snow Part 1 and 2. I think he's the guy they got. Didn't some guy get, like, killed right in the beginning? I think uh, that was him. Dude, I don't even remember what shirt I put on this morning. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to remember that. But anyway, yeah, he was on. The, he was also in uh, Airwolf. Ah, okay. So. It really all ties back to Airwolf, everything. Right, exactly. Well, with speaking of which on Airwolf, which they don't um, – I don't think she's in this at all. But the voice of the computer uh, on this, Ziggy, is played by the wife uh, – or The, the cur- voice? Yeah. I, I didn't know it. I, I didn't know it either, ever spoke. But that's what they said. Yeah. I knew it like made all kinds of beeping and stuff. And right. But the, but uh, that was his – Donald P. Belisario's wife at the time who wow. was Archangel's like right-hand woman. Good God. You know, like, you know, talking about – do you remember her? Yeah. It's, that was she. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, vaguely. I mean, But Arch- yeah, yeah, that was her and which was also one of his shows. So anyway, we're getting off topic. Again, this is very uncommon for us. Yeah, so. right. No, well, I mean, it's off topic, <laughs> off topic, but not off topic because it's all no, right. tied together. We're just going down a anyway. Branch. So it's, apparently, these guys are jokesters, and Sam, who is in the body of Tom. By the way, we never mentioned that Tom. Right. He's Tom. a pilot. He's took over his body. So this is the whole deal, right? He doesn't even know what's going on, but he knows it's on him. It's actually Tom. Well, I guess Tom's a jokester and plays a lot of tricks on people, and they all think this is a trick he's playing that he can't remember how to fly. I don't know why right. that would be funny, but apparently that's what they think. He's got a strange sense of humor, it seems, because even yeah. his wife is like, she doesn't know when he's joking, when he's not. <laughs> no, she's exactly. Like, First uh, of all, she's like seven and a half months pregnant. Don't fuck with her. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't be playing jokes at her. Exactly. <laughs> But, he would have uh, thought he would have worked that one out the first time around. Um, but anyway, yeah. So now he, uh, while they're in the briefing room, though, talking about all this, Al pops up. And he kind of waves to Sam. And Sam's like, waves to him. And then, but never says anything to him. And just kind of walks right past them. Right. But my he big question like was here. is like, he can't fly or anything, but he's just going to get on this airplane anyway. I'm like, wait, you're going to get on there? Fake I know, Being right? sick. I don't know. Say you got an inner ear problem or something, so you can't. Right. Vertigo. I don't know. Like you're losing your vision or something. Yeah. But um, so what happened? Right, let's see. Um, oh, trying to f- we go to we go we cut to the women talking about stretch marks. Oh yeah. They're yeah. all pregnant. Now I was going to say this here. They're all pregnant, right? So you're like, yeah, what kind of bullshit is that that they'd all be pregnant at the same time? However, I will Funny. say, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> if it was, if it wasn't for the fact that my wife, Mike's wife, and one of our other friends' wives, or no, two, were two. all pregnant at the same time. So we have four wives all pregnant at the same time, all one month apart from each other in a sense. So it's four months in a row. I would have said, "This is bullshit. This would never happen." No, it does. <laughs> yeah, and yes, it does. None of it was planned that way. It just happened. Right. Um, also, it was the fifties. People were making babies like rabbits, so it doesn't matter. Sure. Um, but I will say, did you notice one of her friends? Did one of her friends seem familiar looking to? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, one of her friends. Uh, hold on, I got to find the right one now. I suck at this game. Yeah, but... you do. Um, why can't I find her now? Here we go. Sally. She played Sally. On this one, she was the dark-haired woman, but it's probably okay, why remember. you didn't recognize her. Played by Lydia Cornell, who was the blonde daughter Sarah Rush in Too Close for Comfort. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but That's you know, it, with the dark hair like that, and it was yeah. you know a few years later, you're not going to recognize her, and she was pregnant, so you're probably like, whatever. Right. Right. So anyway. All right. So back to the the plot, <laughs> the show. Um, so where are we at? I think this, they go they're, flying. They're up in the airplane. They go flying. There are three planes planes in the sky. Yeah, he doesn't know how to pl- fly. The other pilot's bird dog is piloting, so he's like he's piloting well, the bomber is, that they're yeah because they're they're taking an experimental X two rocket up. So right, right, they're flying that rocket in their belly basically. Right. So he thinks he doesn't have to fly. 
yeah. uh, Sam. So he's, he's like, like great, hey, this is cool. I don't know if it's perfect. Yeah. So then, then the, you know, Bird Dog's like, hey, I got to go take a leak. So he gets up and just <laughs> walks away from the controls. And, you know, it's up to Sam to fly. And he just kind of like freezes. And then the plane starts to like tilt. Yeah. Bank like, in, dive. diving. Yeah. yeah. It's not good. No. So Bird Dog comes back and he recovers the plane. And he's like, thinks nothing of it, though. Right. Yeah, he doesn't really like, say anything to him. He kind of gives him a look, but nothing ever says anything. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, let's see. Oh, then they're about to drop. I think it's Tony, right? He's in the X2. Yeah, I'm not sure who it was, yeah. They're going to they're gonna drop him, and, and Sam sees Al in the tux. Oh, yeah. back yeah. to the plane. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, hey, is, are all the people that are back there supposed to be back there? <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, that's all good. And then uh, they drop Tony and in this little jet, the X2, and he takes off. And then he, he hits, I guess, like Sonic Boom. I don't know what what speed that is, but uh, for the speed of sound, right? And yeah. then Mach 2, and then he's climbing up to Mach 2.5. I guess or the point is they're trying to I think get, I don't know if they're trying to get to Mach 3 or what the whole yeah is, I think that's part of it yeah they're just testing they're pushing yeah. the limits here yeah but he he notices when he gets to like Mach 2.8 you, you can you hear something like boiling and it sounded like uh, a coffee gets, machine <laughs> I thought it was a coffee it percolator it sounded like a coffee machine and he gets a fire warning light and he's got a he's got to back down and um and then this seems like basic knowledge. If you're a, like a military, well-trained fighter pilot, you're flying at Mach two. You don't just try to whip a U-turn, right? <laughs> I mean, like you would at like a Hot Shots Part Two or something. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, okay, I'm coming back to you guys. And then they're like, no, no, don't turn. And then he, so he turns, right? Because the, the plate whole, is just not. Know, it's not made. To turn that thing is just literally to go straight. It's like a dragster with, uh, with wings, basically. Yeah, right. It's not exactly. made to maneuver very well. <laughs> it's like going down the highway like ninety and then trying to take like a hard left. You know, <laughs> there's my exit. <laughs> it's like Bird Dog did when he saw the girl at the, the, the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it spins out of control and it, he ejects last minute. Right, uh, and it's like is, a lot know. like the six million dollar man at this point too, right? He's like, you think he's gonna die? Yeah, yeah, uh, but he's he's good. So everyone's happy, I guess. And yeah. then uh, later later that night, they go to the club. Do you remember the club? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess that's what it was. It's kind of like a club. I don't yeah. know. It was like a dance, right? <laughs> I don't know. So uh, some some guys dancing. I don't, who, is this the girl? Yeah, that girl that he saw earlier? there was there. Okay. So she's dancing with some dude, and Bird Dog taps her and cuts in. And um, Sam, realizing, you know, he's he, he he now has some concept of what's going on and that he doesn't belong there. But at the same time, he's like he's falling in love with Peg, his wife. Um, and then uh, Al shows up at, in his tux. Um, and he says to Peg, like, hey, do you see that guy over there by the jukebox? And she's like, <laughs> no. So she thinks he's joking again. Um, and then he, he just goes over and starts talking Oh, to and him. he thinks he might have found, because before he said something like, this is a nightmare, now i got to wait for the boogeyman to show up. So he's like, oh, is yeah. that the boogeyman? <laughs> yeah. So, so he goes over and starts talking to the guy, and, and the guy's like, Al, so this is where like Al and Sam kind of make a connection. They're like, wait, you don't remember me? You don't know, you know, so it's like, all right, you're basically gives him the lowdown that he was part of this experiment and he kind of took off prematurely and they don't know what happened, but it seems like he's there to correct something. Well, no, we don't get that far yet. No, not this point. That's later. That's right, right. but it's later. (laughs) No, right now all he does is like, Al is like, what do you remember? Because he says something about Ziggy. He's like, I remember Ziggy. I remember my name. He's like, that's about it. And um, he so he follows Al outside, and Al's like talking to himself in the perimeter, walking through the parking lot and everything. And he's like kind of chasing after Al, but not really closely. And then he sees Al like just disappear. Oh yeah, right. 
So you now step we, through like a door that wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. So now we're like driving home. They're driving him and Peg are driving home, and he's like, "Oh, I'm having a hard time seeing in the road." She's like, "What?" She's like, "He's like, hey, wouldn't it be?" You know, he's like, "He's like, oh, he's like, I'm having a hard time driving on this road at night without the lines." She's like, "What?" He's like, "I mean, wouldn't it be great if there were like lines on the side of the road so you can see?" I'm like, "There were no lines back then." <laughs> <laughs> so he like invents like street striping or whatever you want to call it right um but now she's nervous because she's like you know you're acting weird she's like we went out there you're not getting hammered basically (laughs) she's like you're not drinking a lot um you're not talking just about planes and so she's like what's going on he's like well here's the thing my name's sam i don't know my last name i'm not your tom and she's like what and you know she's kind of freaking out then he's like Nah, I'm just kidding. You're right. I'm trying to set up a gag. He, he yeah, tells he it weird. He forgot how to fly. I'm like, and she's like, fine with that in a way. But I'm like, dude, what the hell? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm not dude to Sam. Sam doesn't know what's going on. To Tom. I'm talking about Tom, the real guy. Like, why would you yeah. play jokes on your wife? Which is but for Sam, I, there, there's no way he should have tried to explain anything. No, you know what I mean? but I think like, he's just so his brain is just so screwed up right now. That was he just end up in the nut house or something. But, <laughs> um, yep. So, so then they we, go home and go to bed. Yeah. And then he, he starts getting some memories back, like not complete memories, but uh, and, and at one point I'm not even sure if they're his memories or Tom's memories, but they're I think they're his. And then he then he remembers that his his dad is still alive back in this year. Right, yeah. He lives so, in a farm. He remembers his family, remembers his dad. And then he's like, shit, he's dead. But wait, no, he's not. Yeah. Right. So he's like, th- you know, decides to try to call him. Um, so he goes over to, over to the phone. And I think, like, he talks to the operator or whatever. He tries to get through. And then he hangs up. And he looks over and his son, you know, or Tom's son is watching him. And the kid's like, hey, what's wrong? He's like, oh, I'm just catching a cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because and, he... Uh, because the operator was going to help him. She was like, well, what's the name? And he couldn't not remember the last name, so that's why she wasn't able to connect him. Yeah. And the kid's like, well, wait, if you're catching a cold, can we still go fishing? He's like, what? Okay, fine. And that, yeah, that turned him around. He's like, hell yeah, we're going fishing. Hell yeah. Get some trout or whatever. I don't even know what kind of fish. Supposedly they're yeah, doing well, they're fly, fly fishing, I guess. Yeah, they're fly like fishing. It, but so. I don't know. I don't know fly. I don't know how to fish, period, yeah. really much. But. I don't, I, I mean, I... I the one, I, so fishing. yeah, so they go fishing. The one thing I want to say about the fishing, first of all, he catches a tree, which you know, part for the course, and sure. uh, but then you know he gets it out of there, and then he tells his son that he went fishing with. He's like, "Hey, you stay here. I'm gonna go to this other pond over there. Go fishing." I'm like, "Why right. are you bringing your kid along if you're gonna go?" Somewhere? I mean, granted, it's not his kid, but you know what I mean. It just seems, and, and I'm like, really weird. This is like a recipe for a disaster. You leave your kid and like, right. Next thing you know, you know standing in the water somewhere, and bear comes and yeah, gets him. <laughs> exactly, you see him floating by. I don't know. Yeah, I just, saw that going wrong. Again, it's not his kid. It just seemed like a weird thing to do. Yeah, yeah. You stay here. I'm gonna go about 300 yards upstream. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. Just out, just out of. You know, I won't be able to hear you if you yell. So. Mikey's Mikey hears like, <laughs> take it off. <laughs> oh, that's mean. Anyway, all right. Th- then Al shows up in his PJs. Right. And Oh, wait. And I got a clip uh, from this. So Al okay. pulls up in the PJs. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, hey, I know you have a lot of questions, but a lot of stuff I can't tell you because it's restricted. I don't understand why, in my opinion, because he designed it. But whatever. I think they just don't want to break his brain, I think. Maybe. But it's yeah. weird. Um, where are we at here? Uh, okay. Right. But he but tells him about- he tells him that he's a hologram, and only right. I only you can see him. And then <laughs> Sam rattles off some technical jargon that I guess he his brain remembered. Not like me. Oh no, no, uh, this isn't me. This is a, a neurological hologram. It's an image that only you can see and hear. Created by a subatomic agitation of carbon quarks tuned to the mesons of myoptic and optic neurons. You got it. <laughs> What? <laughs> that sounds That's legit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, he says, Ziggy's a computer. Sam wants to know his last name, but Al can't tell him for whatever reason. But he can tell him that he's 
you know, traveled in time. It's a time travel experiment that they're doing, but it went caca. <laughs> and they can't retrieve right. him. So that's right, the big right. thing. Now, here's the thing. So let's get into this a little bit. So I think I posted this question. I think you actually answered it. I mean, would you want to be able to travel in time? I think that'd be kind of cool. But if you had to go into someone else's body, and I'm not... See, this is one thing they don't explain, which is smart. Because for time travel, you start trying to explain time travel, and your whole story is going to fall apart for the most part. Yeah, th- things unwind from there, right? <laughs> but it's just weird that they have to jump into someone else's body, you know? I mean, I don't know, like, they didn't, I don't... But they did say Tom is with him now. Right. Like, well, well, but it's Tom's, not Tom's body, it's Tom's, like, consciousness is in Sam's right. body there, right? Right, exactly. But the thing is, like, so was that the was that how they were going to do the project? I wonder. Like, do you think that's how the plan was? Here's the deal: we're going to build a time travel machine, but we're going to jump in other people's bodies, like without right. their knowledge and will. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that sounds too complex. I don't yeah. think they planned that. I have a feeling that's part of why it went caca. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so, so he, said, he said, yeah, he's like, I tried to retrieve you, but it didn't work. And he's like, did you tell anybody that you weren't Tom? And he's like, well, maybe I did say something to my wife. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, that's why. He's like, well, we can't try again until next Tuesday. And he's like, but I got to fly on Monday. And that was the end of that scene, pretty much. Yeah. And then uh, we ended up at a party at, I think, Tom's house. Was it Tom's house? Yeah, I think it was Tom's house. Yeah. little grill, barbecue. Yeah, a little know, backyard. Having the pilot barbecue. guys over. And some airplane comes now. Grant, obviously, these are fighter pi- or test pilots, I should say, right by the airbase. And this plane comes over, and I think they would have gotten in trouble for flying that low over the house. <laughs> I'm sorry. Probably. I know but, they're test pilots, but still. Yeah, they're test pilots. I'm going to say they're all friends, and they were having some fun. So they. It's all fun and games until someone gets killed. Yeah. They buzz the house or the party or whatever, and then um, what? Then the kid says, hey, "Dad, did you see that roll he did or whatever? What do you call that?" And he's like, oh, "I don't know. Oh, I'm just a test pilot." <laughs> and then his his buddy's right there, and he's like, "That's a you know." I, I forgot what, what he said. It was him. yeah. But then he's it, it had seems some like he's French word in it. Suspicious think. then, yeah. right? No, it did. That's why I thought like the jig was up. I thought he figured out that something was really wrong with him. Right, right. Um, but anyway, so he goes in to help Peg, and uh, <laughs> she's kind of weird again. She's like, you know, you haven't spent this much time with Mikey since he was hit by the bus. I'm like, what? Then I thought, she's setting him up. He was never hit by a bus. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I thought, too. I, I still am not sure if if he was setting her up. Because that's just a hell of a thing just to drop in the middle of an episode that you're not right. ready for. <laughs> hey, hey, not only are you acting weird, but your son got hit by a bus at one and point. That, yeah, and then she kisses him, and she looks at him kind of weird. So, again, I thought, like, the jig was up. She knew that he wasn't really Tom. Yeah. But nothing was ever say, yeah. said again, right? I didn't No, but miss let's just anything. say I'm, I'm with you. She knew at that point. Yeah. Um. So... I guess then the big day day arrives, right? It's like Monday. He's supposed to fly the X-2. Well, this is the day before. He hasn't done it yet because he meets. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They call him out of the party, right, for a benchmarking test. Yeah, for the the brain experiment. (laughs) Yeah. So basically these guys really designed a test because these these guys are yanking their chains. So now they're going to see if their memory is still good. So they just totally wasted these guys' time. Yeah, so they give him a questionnaire, he fills it out, and then he's got to fill it out again before he, or after he lands to see what he, see what he forgets. Yeah. So then it's the next day, or it's Monday, right? Right, well, and, but well, before that, though, too, this is where he meets up with Al again, and Al kind of gives him more information. That's what you were trying to say before, I think. Okay, I just merged that all together. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean... It's fine. That's probably what they could have done in the show, too, um, to save some time. It was my rewriting of the script. Yeah, exactly. Because he uses a piece of string, and he kind of, like, says, this is your timeline or whatever, and he, like, rolls it into a ball and says, see now how it all touches. That's how it works, kind of. And so here, and then you get a quote here. 
where they kind of explain the whole premise of the show, like why he's jumping and why he can't leave, and or at least what Ziggy's theory is. Um, sorry, I'm stalling because I can't find it now. Here we go. <laughs> if we get you back. If. Well, see, Ziggy's theory is really, it's a load of crap. I mean, you got to believe that <laughs> God or time or something was just waiting for your quantum leap to, uh, to correct a mistake. A mistake in time? Something that happened in the life of Captain Tom Stratton in 56, since he's the one you bounced out. Uh, once that's put right, you'll snap back like a pimp suspenders. That was a good <laughs> analogy, I thought. It, yeah, good analogy. However, the theory itself, I, I don't know how you'd come up with that. Well, like you're, you're there to right a wrong, basically. Right, right. yeah. It's like, how would they figure it? Now, the funny thing is, is this is almost exactly the plot of Voyagers, <laughs> where they're jumping through time to oh, fix true. things that are out of whack. I'm like, right. wow, that is pretty much. Now, granted, that wasn't even a really original di- idea with Voyagers, I don't think. Um, but what, one would argue that you can't fix things in time because they can't be right or wrong. Right. Right. Yeah, but exactly. I don't want to get too, you know. No, again, that's it. why you don't explain it too much because it'll all just fall apart. <laughs> right. That's why you have quantum theorists and string theory guys and all those people that are way smarter than us. Right. Um, right. So anyway, he so, thinks that, uh, Al thinks that he has to break Mach 3 and live. Because Tom died in the act, in the original timeline, right? But he doesn't know how to fly. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't so, know how to fly. But the thing, it's make but it luckily enough, Al was an astronaut, so he can help him. Fly. That works out. Yeah, yeah. So that's the plan. They're going to go through with it, and Al's going to help him. All right. So finally, the moment I've been waiting for. The day arrives. <laughs> the moment. The, the moment we've all been waiting for. They're they're getting ready to drop the X two. Uh, so they well they take off in the plane. Sam's nowhere or Sam's getting bolted in. They like literally bolt him into this <laughs> F two, uh-huh. and then they drop they drop him, and L's like nowhere around. <laughs> yeah, like, where the and hell? Then is finally. He? He he shows up like he just appears or he's like I'm here, and then he and he's like, you know I don't know just follow my movement. So he just kind of shows him what to do with his hands, right? And which all's good, whatever. Because I don't know those things. As we saw with the seasoned pilot who crashed it because he tried to turn. <laughs> yes, yes, they're not exactly easy to fly. So that was kind of. It didn't look too difficult. There were only three switches for like (laughs) fast, super fast, and And like as fast as ludicrous speed. Um, And then like a stick. Yeah, but uh, at this point, Al does explain why he was late because he was at a. He was (laughs) the game went late. He's like, "You were watching a game." He's like, "Well, no, I was at the game." But actually, he was like, "I was with a girl. We were at the game, and we slept late the next day." (laughs) He's like, "What?" Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so he's he's flying. Um, and then they, they hear the boiling sound. Yeah. We're, I'm, I've lost my place in my notes here. So at, at one point, one of the previous oh, pilots said, you know, before... I do ex- want to say one thing, though. We were talking about how we think Peg may have known. Because she does say something like, when he's going to fly the next day, she's like, I want you to promise me something. And he's like, what? She's like, just promise. He's like, okay, I promise. But what am I promising to? She's like, I'll tell you tomorrow night. So was that like that you're going to tell me the truth? I, I don't know what that was supposed to be. We never really found out. But Yeah. Anyway, yeah. But I, Go ahead. But also one of the other pilots said, you know, before the, the plane, you know, started getting oh, the yeah. fire warning light, he smelled coffee. So when he when they hear the fuel or when they hear the boiling, he's like, that's the fuel boiling. And it's not that this dude smelled coffee. He 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 heard what sounded like a percolator. Right. So he heard exactly what we thought. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Which I thought was kind of interesting because it was exactly what I thought. And meanwhile, on the ground, the doctors are reading his questionnaire, and it says like he was born in '53, and like what thing? What is you know some you know moment in your life that changed you? He's like miniskirts or something like that. Right. And they don't know like what any of this is. So it was really like- weird. Yeah. Um, so you know the the 
the plane's about to blow, I guess. Al tells him, you know, we got we got to back off. You got to eject. Um, and I don't think you can eject at Mach 3. I could be wrong, but I don't think seems that. Seems dangerous? Yeah. I don't think like that's, the skin would get torn off your face. Right, you, right, right. Now, uh, gra- granted, they're at like 57,000 feet, so Mach 3 is not quite as fast as it is on the, at, the, at sea level, but still. I'm not going to question that. I don't. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't understand that. But just trust me. Yeah, I'll, I'll trust you on it. Um, so, all right. So he's. What's the matter? Oh, so he lands in the parachute. What's the matter? The plane blew up. But he's he's pissed because he's still there. Right. He's right. like, you know, it, uh, it didn't work. Um. So then he's in the ambulance talking to Al while like the, you know, on a paramedic is like working on him. So he's like answering. To two different people at the same time. Right. But the answer is kind of almost like, fit, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Al's like, uh, I got to I gotta bolt out of here because uh, Martha's waiting for me back at the my pad. So, uh, good luck. I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> and I do remember that, like, even throughout the show, like, he would just, like, randomly say, like, okay, I got to go. <laughs> yeah, he was a player. He had his own agenda. But, yeah. Um, so, back at, back at the hospital... Peg is also in the hospital, right? Because she went into premature labor when she heard the crash. And, you know, it's way too early. They don't know what to do. Probably going to lose the baby. And Sam's like, no. You know, he's like yeah, rattles they, off some. they want to, like, she said, we could fly her here, but that's not going to work. You know? No, it's like, that's not she enough can't time be moved. or whatever. Yeah. So Sam, like, basically says, you know, you know, a chemical this and that and blah 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 uh yeah i well i, I have some of that here that he can thank god because i could yeah because basically he's yeah. like hey how far she's he's like how far apart of the track contractions you know and he goes through the thing like how much she dilated defaced all that kind of stuff he's like we could stop it and the doctor's like what the fuck are you talking about he's like what's your labor <laughs> there's no he's stopping like, Dude, you're a pilot nothing. i'm a doctor so yeah. he starts rattling some stuff off about beta something something but here i got a little clip uh, near the end of it a 5% solution of ethanol alcohol in dextrose and water intravenously administered will stop labor. The technique was developed in the 60s. Beta sympathomimetics replaced it in the 70s, but it will still work. Use your brain, damn it. What will an intravenous 5% solution of alcohol do? Get her instantly drunk. Which will interfere with the oxytocin her brain's releasing to stimulate the uterine contractions. Hmm. So there you go. Get her drunk. So early labor, get hammered. Ladies, right. ladies out there, if you go into just early to th- labor, just find a bottle of whiskey and just start chugging. <laughs> That's uh, medical advice from an unqualified <laughs> Dr. Sam Beckett. <laughs> <laughs> <Not me. laughs> He's like, where'd exactly. you learn that? Pre-med, I guess? Because remember, I think someone says, and I don't know... Where it was, it was, it had to have been Al somewhere along the lines. Tells him, I think, that he has like four, like doctor, like four doctorates in like or in four different fields. So he's like, he must have been like Doogie Hauser, where he started really young, though, because yeah, right. He's only like, I don't, I don't know how old he's supposed to be in this, but it's a lot of schooling to get through. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, uh, where are we at here? So then Sam gets her drunk, and then I think he leaps. Right yeah, there. well, she first she's like singing. Remember? Oh yeah, because she's hammered. Yeah, she's she's hammered and singing, and but she's not in labor. You know, doctor's like she's gonna be fine. She's just gonna have a hell of a hangover. And the doctor, the real doctor, like the from the hospital, is like, how how did you know how to do that? And the flight doctor is there. He's like. Don't ask. You don't. You don't want to know. And so he looks out the window and he sees his boy out there with uh, bird dog, I think. And he just opens the the window up and gives him a thumbs up. And kids like yeah. And he throws a baseball up to him. And just as he catches the baseball, he leaps and he's catching a baseball on a baseball field. I I, I didn't even notice the transition. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And uh, Pretty good. He, he's like, what the hell? 
And then and this like, is maybe if there was any one point where they extended the show too far, it might have been right here. Like this was not needed. Yeah, we we didn't need to see a second. No, but and this is exactly where you run into the point of like shit. We need to make this fill a two hour spot. <laughs> We're like fifteen minutes short, so let's just yeah. throw something together, part of another episode, and we'll go from there. So yeah, so the you know he ends up you know the guys on the field are like, uh, you coming in the dugout where that was the third out, dear dude. What was his name? Star? No, what was his name? Something like that. I don't. I, I didn't even. I didn't even take note of it. Yeah, but anyway, so he goes back to the dugout, and he goes and sits down. And there's a dog. There. I don't know why there's a dog at the dugout, but he's just like, just like barking at him. And the coach is like, "Are you gonna shut that dog up?" He's like, "Why do I have to shut him up?" He's like, "Cause it's your dog." <laughs> he's like, "Oh," and uh, the dog is not very happy with him. He's like. He's like, well, one thing I learned on the farm is you got to stare down an animal to get them to respect you. And he tries it, and the dog's not listening. But then finally, all of a sudden, he quiets up, and yeah. it turns out Alf showed up next to him and is taunting him. So I guess the dog, his, he can see the hologram because his, what did he say, muons are tuned to the same frequency or something? They said. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, maybe. But somehow here he sees a window of opportunity to try calling his dad again. Right. So it's been a, we find out it's been a week since he leaped. He's been bouncing around. And he finally found a place to go, I guess. But but yeah. So he does call his dad. But before that, he find uh, Al tells him he's a baseball player, broke his leg, got sent down to the minors, and he's still there six years later. This is his last game. He's going to retire and open a KFC franchise. Right. Right. Um. But Ziggy doesn't know what he has to do yet. And Sam's like, well, who the hell is this Ziggy? This Ziggy's a worthless computer. He's like, you created him. So the funny <laughs> yeah, thing exactly. is, is, like, all these things that he said before he couldn't say were classified, he's just, like, starting to tell him now. Right. And they're all him. Yeah. But, yeah. He's like, and you're, you, you were the creator before you went to uh, brain turn to Swiss cheese. And um, unfortunately, you're also the only guy that can bring you back. Oh, and he does tell him his last name is Beckett. And now right, that, right. that's what you said. So now he can call his dad. And talk to him. Oh, yeah, that was the connection, right? Oh, yeah, and this is where Al tells me he has six doctorates. Right. And, oh, right. No, so, yeah, so, oh, and I do want to say, though, <laughs> so he has six, so he's a super brain, right? I'm just going to go on a limb saying, if you had, if you were that smart, you're probably not going to be that built either. That's, I know that's stereotyping. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. All right. Not time. You don't have time for both. You can't be easy. <laughs> No. Studying and you know, yeah. lifting. But um all right, so he calls his dad, tells his dad that you know, he's it's his brother's son who I don't know, moved to China or something. No, no I guess his, the, his yeah, Sam's dad's brother moved to Australia when they were young. Australia, yeah. I don't know where, Right? And then he never saw him since then, so No, right. So he, and he tells him, you know, my name's Sam. He's like, oh, I named my son Sam too. And, you know, and you know, he just kind of, they just had to like this emotional talk. And, right. Uh, it was, yeah. It, it was like his second chance to, to put things right. And I guess he felt better when he got off the phone with his dad. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to guess we'll hear more about this because he talks about missing Thanksgiving. My guess is something happened. And he missed Thanksgiving with his parents, and then his dad died shortly after, is my guess. Right? Right, right. Yep. And, and then, his dad uh, tells him he could stop by anytime. He's like, yeah, you know, your dad loves you. That's all, you know, you need to know. And it doesn't matter if you're there for Thanksgiving or not, blah, blah, blah. So, all right. So then finally he's up at bat. Um, oh, wait, before that, though, the kid, there's a kid after his dad hangs up. This kid comes running in to uh, the dad's and says, Dad, come on out to the whatever, the shed. I don't know what he says, but he's got Sam's voice already. He's like got the adult man's voice in there, just so you know. Oh, that's so right. You know that it's actually Sam. Like, we could have put yeah. that together. You didn't need to put his voice there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. All right. So now he's up at bat. And so here here you figure this is what, you know, he's, he's here. He's got to hit a home run, right? Like. That's got to be why he's here. So he's up at bat. You know, strike one. Let's go by. Oh, his name was Fox. Yeah. 
Okay, Fox. So, and then um, strike two. Okay, cool. I get it. It's going to be the third pitch, and he's going to, you know, how predictable. Third pitch, he's going to nail it. Strike three. He misses. <laughs> and the guy's thrown it like 100 miles an hour, too. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, well, damn. Prove me wrong. So the catcher drops the ball. And so they're like, go, go. You know, so he takes off to first base. And then to second, then there's like an overthrow or something. And he rounds third and slides into home. And that's where my notes end. (laughs) He must have leaped then. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, he slides into home. Um, So, you know, basically, I guess, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, that's pretty much the end of it. He leaps then after that. Yeah, so you know, I'm wondering if the point of him in that leap was actually to connect with his dad and write that wrong, or I you know, guess feel better so. about that, or yeah, or was it because really it, this it looked like this was a little later, but still like maybe in the 60s at this point, right? Because yeah, he yeah, was right. he said he was born in '53, and that kid was probably yeah, so probably in the 60s. Yeah, it's probably all right. Yeah, yeah, but so, and that was the end. Yeah. And like I said, you know, it's like a different story every episode. Right. So it, it's yeah. Very no, I totally enjoyed the way. show. You know, they they would hit a lot of historical things and you know all that. Um, yeah. I, I do think this. I know you say it doesn't, but I think this does still suffer from the way too long. <laughs> I just I don't know. There's just some stuff that they could have cut. One, I think they could have expanded in the beginning and explained a little bit more because it just seemed like we're right in the middle. But like you said, yeah, that whole last thing just wasn't really necessary they could have saved right. that for a whole nother episode where he calls his dad but i know they're trying to draw everybody in because it's a pilot like hey come back and however long it was before the next see episode. how it all works out yeah so um but yeah overall it was good i think i would everyone did a good job in it as i almost yawned yeah, I, did. <laughs> I did too i i thought it was good and uh i know like in the future i remember ziggy making some noises beeps and stuff like i mentioned before we didn't really see that at all here, but he actually carries like a handheld. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, version of him with him. That's right. Yeah, um, it looks like Al. It looks like it, it, like almost like it was made by with Legos, but they light up or something. It was yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I exactly. remember that now. <laughs> yeah, and he'd always be like shaking it, and yeah, like yeah. slapping boop, it, boop, and boop. Stuff. it would be making like weird noise boop, 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 as he's trying to yeah. do it. But yeah, no, it was definitely a good show. Um, I think I mentioned before, and I don't care. But spoiler alert: I'm going to ruin the ending of its show. But I think it was kind of a bummer ending, um, where they just kind of like, because I guess they wanted him to, them to film a season ender, but also a series ender because they weren't sure if it was going to be picked up again. So they kind of wrapped up some stuff. Oh, did they? I don't. I don't recall. Oh that yeah. At all. So they like. Fix some stuff with Al and his wife and blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know, he le- you see him leap, I think, at the end. And then, like, the title card at the end is like, Sam never went home. I'm like, well, that sucks. What? <laughs> That's a fucking bummer. Sam never went home. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I mean, I guess you're tied up a loose end. But, man, he just bounced around forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never knowing what's coming next. Yeah. So, Good Lord. I don't know. I, I think a lot of people point, were not very uh, happy about that ending. At some point, Al is just going to stop showing up, too. You know that, right? Well, because he's going to die. It was gonna he's going to be like, yeah, retire. I'm not going to, you know. Yeah. I'm not your bitch. I'm, I got things to do, man. So Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah. So, that was Quantum Leap. Um, let us know your thoughts. I know some, you know, some of you guys already did. So, I've been posting some pictures and stuff. But, yeah. No, it was definitely enjoyable. It just... Uh, again, a little long for the thing, but I, I know the yep. regular episodes are a little more, you know, tighter. Yeah, we'll hit tighter. we'll hit some regular episodes in the future. And we'll yeah, see when he jumps it. into someone. I don't know if he. I think there is one where he does jump into like a band. Oh, because there's like <laughs> there's like a soundtrack out, like you could get. There's someone more like Scott Bakula singing and stuff like that because he was like, oh wow, one where he's like in a not a punk <laughs> band, but I don't know what you know, not as bad as like Donnie Most or. Or Sonny Bono oh, yeah. things that we had, but something like that. Um, so, yeah. But uh, check it out. You know, Let us know uh, if you guys have any favorite episodes. Um, also, answer the question if you want. Would you want to 
jump around in time? And if so, would you rather not jump into someone else's body? <laughs> Given the option. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, it was an interesting way to do it, I think, you know, just to make it a little different than some other. Yeah, it's a, it's a good cover. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so there you go. All right. Quantum Leap. And this episode is uh, Genesis was the name, but I think they also, when it came out, was just titled like the year that it happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Something, something, 1950 something. 1956. Yeah. <laughs> something, yeah. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. I and mean, if you're looking for it, NBC.com, you can get it on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to buy anything. S- stream it for free. Yeah. All right. Anything uh, else you want to say, Mike, before we go? No, that wraps it up. All right. All right, for this episode, I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. Ziggy, take us out of here. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.